How do you stay motivated? Do you have that like, I just don't feel like it. How do you overcome that? Well, it's actually pretty easy. They're called habits. And we're going to talk about some examples in the top five habits that you need to have in your life so you never have to worry about being motivated ever again. And that's on today's episode of Coffee with Kelly. Our habits will tell you a lot about our lives. What habits we have are a good indicator of the success that we will have in our lives. And of course, success is a different definition for everybody. That doesn't mean a millionaire. So success is having good relationships and happiness and, and that type of thing. So habits dictate, you know, we, we are on autopilot, whether we realize it or not. So uh, there are consequences to our behaviors but our behaviors are based on our habits. So if we form good habits, we don't have to worry about motivation because motivation is fleeting. You know, think about Michael Phelps. He won more gold medals than anybody else and and he got up every morning. Do you think he felt like getting up at 4 a.m. and going and diving in the pool? You mean like, oh, I know exactly what I wanna do. It's three degrees outside, I wanna go jump in a pool. No. So these are habits and things that you do because. So let's look at some examples of the habits that we want to implement in our life so that we don't have to worry about, well, I'm, I don't exercise. I, I just haven't gotten into the routine or the habit or I just don't feel like it. I'm going to overcome that. So the number one habit you want to develop is self-care. And I've done plenty of shows on self-care, so I'm not going to delve deep into self-care. But uh, self-care isn't about bubble baths or manicures or massages, although those are lovely. Self-care is learning to set boundaries, which we have coming up in an upcoming show, um, how exactly to set those boundaries. But um, learning to put your cares the importance of being healthy, for example. You want to be around for grandchildren and great-grandchildren? You need to be healthy and have good self-care. It also comes into a positive attitude of training yourself to stay positive and taking care of your health is also in there, eating the right foods. So I know when I eat certain things, I just don't feel good for the next few days like sugar. I don't feel good when I have sugar. If I have a glass of wine, that's fine. But if I have too much wine, I don't feel good the next day. So why do it? If you know, as an adult, we know what things, how we feel a couple of days down the road. So these healthy habits are important in making that decision. So that really does need to be number one is self-care. And habits fall under self-care as well because you want to establish good habits that are going to improve your health, make you feel better, make you look better. All of those work together. Isn't that true? So improved health is a win-win all the way around. So when we're talking self-care, it's good foods, fresh air, getting outside, taking a walk, those types of things. Second of all, once you have your self-care and your health uh, as a priority, is 
looking at the reasons why you want to do things. So when we make those goals, aren't we really enthusiastic? That's why I was reading the other day, in the pre-show I was talking about Ryan Dice, and he had an article the other day about don't do New Year's resolution, do February resolutions. <laughs> and because we all get into the hype and we're excited and our emotions are high. But emotions are that fleeting motivation. That's why we set the goals. So look at those goals that you do set when your emotions are real high and you're not doing them because your emotions aren't high anymore because you don't have the proper habits to go along with them. So motivation and that enthusiasm, that feeling, and remember feelings are neither right nor wrong, they simply are, those feelings kind of fade over time. So building the habit that caused you to building the habit that supported that goal that you had when you were super emotional is the most important thing. So I want to lose, you know what, in a previous episode, we talked about um, like having tasks and projects. So if the weight loss is the project, what are the tasks that belong underneath that? And those tasks become your new habits, right? So for example, um, if you were, if the idea of, let me see, developing better friendships, let's say, uh, uh, th that is a self-care. That's important to have good people around you that are uplifting and have positive emotions and that type of thing. So your New Year's resolution was to spend more time with people who make you feel good. Then you have to schedule that. So, all right, let me ask you this. If it's not on your calendar, it's really not that important to you. So let me ask you this. Do you put loved ones' birthdays on your calendar? If they're a loved one, you know when their birthday is. Do you put your own birthday on the calendar? If it's important, it's written down. It's on a calendar. Oh, I don't want to forget to buy a gift for so-and-so. So I put it on my calendar and I set a reminder for the week earlier or two weeks earlier. Um Especially if it's anywhere near Christmas. I ordered things for my cappuccinos in like December 3rd, I think they I ordered them and they were supposed to be delivered in two days. They Most of them arrived Christmas Eve and then some of them arrived after Christmas. And those were Christmas gifts I purchased for my VIPs on December 3rd. So three weeks ahead of time, just in case. Anyway, so when things are important, you get them on your calendar. So you wanna revisit that feeling that you had when you set that goal. So you revisit the feeling and then you say, okay, what habits do I need to have around this feeling, this thing, this goal, this idea that I had? Does that make sense? So number three is getting proactive. Getting a jump on things. Okay, so every time, see the, the phone can be a good thing and a bad thing. The phone can be a reward system or a structure because or it can bring you down. So when you get a notification, for example, that is actually when your phone goes off and you hear that notification sound, your brain gets a hit of dopamine. So the more you hear that, you can become addicted to that. Now, how many years ago was it, especially if you're my age, how many years ago was it that you really got a smartphone and started using it? So most of our lives, we lived without one of these. So we know we can do it, which is why I like to have a physical planner as well as the having a calendar and whatnot on my phone and I have phone reminders, but I liked having that physical calendar with me in my hand. So 
when that alarm or that notification goes off, you actually get a rush of dopamine. So we can become addicted to our phones and addicted to the sounds they make. In the same way, we can get addicted to crossing things off of a list, to um, being early, to think. So the things that we want to accomplish we can actually get a rush of dopamine and you get that same rush. I think it's a higher rush, but I'm not going to, I'm not sure exactly, but by, by having a list and crossing something off a list that you've accomplished. That's another reason why it's important that when you're making your task list, make a list of things that need to be done that are going to take you 15 to 30 minutes to accomplish. So you get a rush of dopamine every time you cross something off of a list. So as opposed to having a ping from your phone, give you a rush of dopamine saying, hey, come look at me, which is social media or, you know, whatever. Um, You should get that dopamine from crossing things off a list. So be proactive when it comes to making your lists and um, crossing things off of your list on a daily basis. Now, you can also make those kind of lists on your phone and cross them off. But for me, I have found a piece of paper. I don't know why, if, the, if it's because that's how I was raised, or if there actually is, and I think it's more to do with this, there's something very gratifying to the brain when physically you are crossing something off a list, as opposed to tapping something on your screen, and then the little check mark checks, and it crosses something off your list. So make those lists... Um, and make sure that you're monitoring them and crossing things off of them, whether on your phone or in paper, whatever works for you. But you will get a dopamine rush when you accomplish a small task. So make sure you're you're proactive about that. Uh, Next up um, is making sure that you break those big goals and things that you want to do in your life down to small tasks. So again, weight loss is always, especially this time of year, we're recording this in mid-January. So it's still kind of that New Year's resolution time is still a faint memory, actually. <laughs> but having those small milestones set up where you're going to reward yourself. So focusing on those tiny little steps that you're going to accomplish along the way and those little tasks, but also, for example, weight loss is a good one because it's easy to say when when I've lost four pounds or five pounds, then I'm going to reward myself, not with ice cream, but schedule how you're going to reward yourself. I am going to get myself a new book. I am going to... Um, meet a friend and go for a walk. I am going to buy myself a pair of earrings. I am going to... So set a milestone for that goal that you want to accomplish. And then that milestone is going to have a reward associated with it. Nothing that's going to damage the progress that you've made. So for weight loss, I've lost five pounds. I'm going to take myself out to the Cheesecake Factory and have a big old dessert. No. Um you know, rewarding yourself with those small goals and milestones, and that will help you. Uh, and again, it's not about the motivation, but it's about that dopamine rush, that sense of accomplishment when you've reached that milestone. And then what's the next milestone? So set up the first three milestones for yourself. Then once you've reached the first milestone, you can assess the second and third and add the fourth. So you always want to have three milestones that you're working on at any particular time. 
and then the tasks that you need to do underneath that that's going to take you to that next milestone. It sounds like a lot of work, but when you get the results, and it's not a lot of work, you're just making lists of stuff that needs to be done, right? So you reach that milestone, you get that dopamine hit, it's all worth it because now you're seeing progress. All right, so focusing on those tiny little tasks, the small stuff that you need to do. And finally, surround yourself with people that will support you. It involves choosing a little bit more carefully the company that you keep. But again, in a future show, we're going to be talking about boundaries and getting toxic people out of your life. And there is a link in the show notes of the list of the top 10 toxic people that are in your life. But build the habit of meeting with this group. And of course, now, January 2021, we're still wearing masks. We're, we still have, I wonder what the future is. I mean, I'm going to listen to this a year from now. I wonder really what is going to be. But we do still have masks. We still have limits on travel and hotels. And I know there was a conference I was going to in March out in California and got a notification from the hotel last week that, uh, no, we're canceling your your hotel reservation for March because we are under lockdown. I'm like, oh. Gee, I wonder what it's going to be like a year from now. Because a year ago, you know, where were we in 2020? And now we're in 2021. You know, things are a little bit different. So anyway, surrounding yourself and meeting your, meeting those people. Now, right now, it may be meeting those people on a Zoom call. Or it may be just hopping on a phone. and Or maybe going on Clubhouse, which is the big new social media app right now. And getting on Clubhouse and having a conversation there or Telegram or a Zoom call. But scheduling time to get together maybe once a month with people who live far from you, who are motivational to you, who support you, who want you to get to the things that you want. If you have somebody in your life that you've, say you've, like, my goal is to be on Oprah. I want to be sitting under that big old oak tree with Oprah talking about how to support women and and femininity and uh, why it's okay to be a female. And so that's a goal. Well, I had somebody in my life like, Oprah, seriously, you think you're going to be an Oprah? That's not somebody you want in your life. That's not someone you share goals with. Oh, I'm just trying to keep you realistic. No, you're not. You're the crab pulling me back into the pot and you don't want or need people like that in your life. So build the habit of um, and make it part of a monthly goal to meet with the people who make you feel good, who keep you motivated, who want you to reach the goals. It's important for me to be around like-minded women who want to be multimillionaires or who already are multimillionaires and to focus on their support, the things that they say and how they encourage me. So those are little ways that you can build those habits into your life. And the first, again, is that self-care, making sure that you take care of yourself. Because when you feel good, when your health is good, and you actually wake up in the morning fresh, you've gotten a good night's sleep, you ate well the day before, you've maintained your hydration, you are are putting your health of your body as a priority. And as moms, we have this martyr thing where, you know, I'm going to sacrifice for my family, but how good is your family with if you're dead or in bed? In the, you know, um, that's not good. So number one is you want to focus on your health. 
and making your health a top priority. Because when you feel good and you're healthy, the rest comes much, much easier. Next, look at the reasons, your why. What is your why? Why are you wanting to do these things? Logic, coming up with a list of reasons why you want to accomplish these things. And because your feelings and your motivations will fade, you want some solid, why am I doing this? Really, what's the logic behind why I am doing this? And revisit that. Then you want to get proactive about making your lists and getting a list made so that you can cross things off and get that dopamine rush. Then you focus on the tasks. What 15-minute items, 30-minute items do I need to do? Making a list and then making milestones. So those tiny little tasks will lead to reward centers. So every And the milestones shouldn't take you three months to get to. Milestones should be once a week, every other week, minimum once a month. You should have those milestones that you're rewarding yourself at the end of every week for the things that you've accomplished. And then, of course, surrounding your yourself with the people who make you feel good about yourself and make you feel motivated. So these habits, and I do have another episode on specifically how to build good habits and habit stacking and that type of thing. But the best part of developing a new habit, and it only takes a few days to develop a new habit when you stack it on an existing one, is once you have those habits built into your life, you don't have to worry about the feeling of motivation to get those things done because now it's just a habit. You get up, you brush your teeth. You get up, make yourself a cup of tea or coffee, or you get up and you drink a big glass of water because now it's a habit. You don't have to worry about feeling motivated. So I hope that information was useful and helpful for you. And again, if you're listening to this on the podcast, um, give us a comment. I really would like a review because we are new and so we do need five-star reviews. So if you can hit, uh, go over to Apple Apple Podcasts, I think it's called now, not iTunes, and we would truly, truly appreciate it. And if you aren't a member of the Cafe Club, Cafe Club uh, slide was not ready. Uh, Make sure that their information about being a VIP member of the Cafe Club is included in the show notes below. All right, take care, God bless, and thanks for joining us this time. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 